Hi, and welcome. We're delighted that you've joined us here at Tell Me Where to Go, where you'll hear travel tales from all over the world designed to inspire, inform, and get you travelling around this wonderful world. Lined with palaces, mosques, merchants' mansions and markets, Cairo's El Moez is a contender for the Middle East's most beautiful street. It's the ancient thoroughfare of medieval Cairo, the lifeblood of a dozen centuries. Every time I return to Cairo, I find myself walking the length of the street. Like most before me, I'm lured by its imposing palaces and caravanserais, its dusky mosques and vivid markets. I've walked this street countless times over a decade, and each time I make a new discovery. A forgotten tomb, a synagogue, a cool, dark water system that plunges deep underground, or a merchant's mansion, instructive in the ways of generations of traders, aristocrats, craftsmen and families who filled the streets of Islamic Cairo when it was established in the 10th century. The Fatimids who built it had big plans for the victorious city, as Al-Qahira is known, and it was built as a showcase of its authority across the Islamic world. They built their own great walled city, slicing it in half with this palatial thoroughfare where I'm walking now. The main section of the city runs about 1.2 kilometres, bookended between two medieval gates, the dominating Babel Futar in the east and Babzuela in the west. Like many great cities in Cairo, Babzuela's foundations are massive inscribed stones repurposed from Egypt's pharaonic era and named for the ferocious Berbers who guarded the wall city's southern door, swinging their enemies' heads from the gate. Cairo has long burst its vast city walls and until recently Almoiz languished as a dirt road, potholed and filled with the soup of a millennium. However, in the northern section of the street, from Babel Futar to the bewilderingly busy Al-Azhar Street, it is beautifully paved. This is Bain al-Qathrin, or the Palace Walk. At sunset, its turrets, towers and the imposing thousand-year-old gate begin to glow, lit from the ground to cast a rainbow of light across their beautiful faces. The extravagant promenade lures photographers, fine artists with their easels, walking tour groups and local admirers, and me, until late in the evening. Along the way you could buy a heart-shaped stick of fairy floss, a shisha pipe, a portrait of the last king of Egypt, or perhaps a vintage black telephone if you should wish it. But the true stars of this UNESCO-listed World Heritage Site include the school, minaret, hospital and mausoleum of Kalawan, its inlaid stone, stained-glass windows, marble and soaring ceilings masterfully created in just 13 months in the 1200s. There's the beautifully modest Mosque of Al-Aqmar, built a century before, which is now sunken low into the street, and the oldest building, Al-Hakim Mosque, in the past served as a prison, a stable, a school and even a fortress under Napoleon. Drift into a street of copper fields, tiny workshops, or spy a man brewing the coffee and sweetening the tea that fuels the market for the long day. Long-legged boys run the streets, trays loaded with small glasses, steady against the onslaught of traffic that cuts the ancient thoroughfare in two. The best time to begin your visit to El Moez is an hour before sunset. To my mind, there is no finer view of Cairo than from the roof of the Al Ghuri or Sultan Al Murayyad mosques. For a handful of Egyptian pounds, the mosque attendants will take your shoes and lead you to the rooftops where a hundred loudspeakers broadcast the call to prayer at sunset. To one side, you'll see Cairo's mad bazaar, Khanakalili, 
where the city hut trades in gold, copper, fragrances and fabrics and has been doing so since the 1400s. Add a modern layer of Nefertiti fridge magnets, sawdust stuffed camels and gaudy belly dancers costumes, as well as hand-thrown ceramics from the Egyptian oases, and maybe an antique chandelier from crumbling mansions for a heady, heady mix of tat and treasure. Crossing Al-Azhar Street, look up to the most spectacular 16th century Sultan al-Ghuri complex with its two pillars straddling the street. In its heyday, this was a mausoleum, a mosque, a school and a kanak, which is a gathering place for Islam's mystics, the Sufis. They still gather today, performing their whirling rituals to Egyptians and visitors every week. Their lofty concerns are counterbalanced by the frantic trades in scarves and socks down at its grand feet. From here, al moves from pleasantly jumbled to downright chaotic. Shops selling diaphanous nighties and leopard print lingerie rub shoulders with Cairo's last maker of the fez, the distinctive red cap with its black tassel made famous under the Turkish Ottomans. Old Cairo hands know the best place for respite is deep in Khan Khalili at the acclaimed writer's cafe El Fashawi, which has not closed its doors, neither day nor night, for hundreds of years. Egypt's only winner of the Nobel Prize of Literature, Nagib Mahfouz, wrote Palace Walk here where he grew up. The city might have changed, they may be shopping malls growing out of its sides and spilling over into the pyramids complex, but the heart of the city remains with its 1,500-year-old Coptic churches, its 700-year-old markets, its palaces, its mosques and its mansions, and the beat is strong. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check back on our website for other stories, specialists, funny travel tales, and anything else you might need to plan and safely enjoy your next trip. We look forward to hearing you back again soon. Soon.